everyone, and welcome. Today, we are doing our follow-through episode from our interview with Bill Carlson. And if you did not get a chance to listen, this was one of our Don't Miss episodes. Barb Zant here, media sales leader, founder of the lifestyle brand, the Stay at Work Mom, and fashion stylist. Hi, I'm here as well. It's Debbie Lundberg, remote work rock star, author, founder, and CEO of Presenting Powerfully and Performance Coach. So Debbie, for me, this interview came at a time when the message was more relevant than ever. Bill had such a calming voice, and yet his schedule is jam-packed. But I literally made a shift in how I think about Tampa Bay and Florida. But the first change that I made was that phone call in the morning. And even on in the time zone, he mentioned calling someone in a different time zone, whatever in the day, our networks are so important to us and connection at this time. So a simple change that is such a big impact. You mentioned possibly doing a phone call as well as you're up at 431 every single day. Did you make a call? Well, I do believe no one would appreciate my calling at 431, other than perhaps my running partners. And yet, yes, as a matter of fact, even this morning, I called my my friend Betsy, and we spoke very early post-workout. So it's a little bit different, but I certainly loved his idea. And it was interesting that we haven't been driving that much with being remotely working So I used to do it in the car and had gotten away from it, but it wasn't intentional like Bill suggested. So I intentionally did that today. We spoke about a couple of really key topics that she knows a lot more about than I do. So I learned something and shared some ideas. So absolutely, good, good change. And that making a call is is all about, you know, being super your your time is is so important. So really, really, really honing in on that time and learning about what's going on in other areas and across the country. So loved that. We also talked about making an impact not only on Tampa Bay, but in Florida. And both of us mentioned it. So mm-hmm. one of the things I did is I started researching more about Florida and how I can make an impact. And as you know, I was participated in the Leadership Tampa Bay, and I know you did as well. And we talked about doing another group. I even looked at, he, Bill was class uh, uh, 23, I believe you mentioned. Well, I think class, yes, I think class number 23. I number, number, number. said class of 23, so that was my mistake. I'm used to that with Leadership Tampa. And I know, like you said, you and I talked about doing Leadership Tampa Bay together since we've both done Leadership Tampa. So thank you. You're right. The Leadership Florida must, the the numbers must be slightly different. And perhaps that's something for us to pursue later as well after Leadership Tampa Bay. Yes. What was another change that you implemented? Well, something back to that about Florida, thank you for bringing that up, was we, this isn't quite the same, but Michael and I talked about some other trips and participating in some areas around Tampa Bay. As a matter of fact, someone was asking me about Panama City and the Panhandle and was talking as though it really wasn't outstanding and wonderful. And I said, oh, you know what, if you haven't seen the, seen the beaches, and really, I know that was sparked by what Bill said, is you know, we love Tampa and Tampa Bay, and yet the bigger part is Florida. And so I was able to, before a speaking engagement, a virtual speaking engagement, some people were in the Zoom room 
were talking about Panama City and the panhandle, and I was able to chime in with some positives. And that, I, I hope I would have done it in the past, but certainly after listening to Bill, I know that inspired me to, to step up for Florida, not just Tampa Bay. How about you? Yes. Um, so the, the, the next thing that I did, and you mentioned to travel, and I'm going to look at regional is where it's all at right now. It's just getting in your car. So that is something I'm going to add in addition to the three things that I was looking at. But lastly, for me, it was honing in better on what I'm passionate about, making the most out of every minute, which Bill talked about with that, that phone call in your morning routine, no matter what time that was, but pushing past the challenge. And you mentioned that as well. So sometimes it's not so much, you know, what we're doing with the day, but like what we do when there's a stop, a stop gap and, you know, pushing through that. And so I looked at a couple of my challenges a little bit differently, pushing through and honing in on what I'm passionate about. Mm-hmm. Well, being passionate, as you know, about writing and sharing, a couple of things I got to do since we had Bill on the show was I was invited to write a chapter for a book called Living Kindly. And there's a 5,000 word limit or maximum, I should say. So one of those challenges was to put in as much about the experience for people that they could that they could gain and not go over the word count. And that might seem like it's not a huge deal. You just cut some words here and there. And that what I did instead of going back for the word count is really think about how to reposition the the experience from that kindness perspective. And it was a challenge. I will tell you, because if I had 7,000 words, it would have been every single story. There was a lot in that. Instead of doing that, it was that really focusing and honing in on what the passion of the book project is. So it's not my project, and yet I'm really grateful to be included. So it was not only the challenge of the words, it was the challenge of not simply telling the story, telling the story with kindness in mind, and weaving that in so that the reader could get that from this project. So I had a double double dose of challenge, and I looked at it differently based on what Bill had said. Living Kindly. I cannot wait to read that. To be out early next year. It was going to be at the end of the year. I, I hit the deadline a day early, which is another thing I attribute to partially Bill on and other guests about just going ahead and making sure our time is well used. And I utilized the time and didn't, didn't overthink it after it was done and went ahead and sent it in early. So yes, Living Kindly is due out next year, and I will certainly share it with everyone. And we we could I, we have another guest now who we can have on our show. I will invite her. Absolutely. Any last comments? Last comment is think about all that Bill does and accomplishes. And to your point, he has that calm and that ability to not make it feel like he's anywhere else, but right there with you. And I certainly strive for that too and encourage people as we approach the end of the year and times that can seem really full that we make sure we're really present because I felt that from Bill and it was very appreciated. Yes. And I, I know you've, you've talked about that a lot and making sure that instead of dreading all we have on our list, enjoy those moments because we are very blessed to have them. So thank you. And please make sure if you didn't listen to our first episode with Bill, go back. I promise 
you will get a lot out of that. And as we close out, please know that listeners, you can stay connected with us on Instagram at the Business of Life Masterclass. Me on Instagram at the Stay at Work Mom. And Debbie Lundberg is pretty much Debbie Lundberg everywhere. So if you liked what you heard, please rate us five stars. And we are committed to providing you with a five-star guest inspiration. So stay tuned. Thanks for joining us for this episode of the Business of Life Masterclass, the podcast for successful people embracing every chance to accomplish and experience all you can in business and in life. Listen, choose, do. 